Here's a question. What the heck are you supposed to talk about when you don't have anything to sell? Hi there, I'm Dallas Travers, and you're listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast to listen to if you're a values-driven coach and you want to build a business that you're truly proud of. So once your client roster is full and you've moved into a launch model with a course or a group program, it's hard to promote your offerings when they're not actually available. That's the issue today's guest faced. Her name is Sarah Light. She's the creator of the beautiful yearly planner called Soul Planners. By the way, we're going to link to her gorgeous planners in the show notes. I have one and it's just so super yummy. Now, Sarah sells a lot of planners from October to about mid-February. After that, she doesn't have any offerings and she doesn't actually want them. Yet, because her business serves coaches, she gets the importance of list building and engaging your audience. But that's always felt a little off because how much can you really talk about planners in June, July, and August, right? But the two of us do a pretty darn good job, if I do say so myself, of creating a year-long marketing plan designed to maintain a solid connection with her audience and build up a ton of anticipation for the glorious day when next year's planners drop. So even though Sarah sells a product and you might be a coach, you likely need a year-long marketing plan so that when you do move into a launch of some sort or you follow the client search process, your audience will be waiting with bated breath to dive in. So let's get into it. Here's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. This is the first time we've met. So thank you so much for volunteering for the show today. I'm excited to get to know you and excited to help you with your year-long strategy. Thanks, Dallas. I'm excited to learn from you. Thank you. So I think actually the best place for us to start is for you to share with me and our audience. Tell us about your business and what you want to get from our conversation today. Okay, I'd love to. So I have a paper planner business. It's called Soul Planners and it's a very seasonal business. It is a paper calendar that starts in January, ends in December. Everybody orders theirs at the end of the year and then a new year starts, which is where we're at while we're recording this in the beginning of 2022. And that is part of what I'm looking for help with is just running a seasonal business and what that could possibly look like with lead magnets. But I primarily serve coaches, network marketers, and like other entrepreneurs. Okay, great. And what do you most want to walk away with? You mentioned it a little bit, but more concretely, what do you want to walk away with from our conversation? I would love just a clear strategy that I could sink my teeth into on how a seasonal business could build, like how I could build my list throughout the year when it's kind of crickets from like February to October. Like not a lot of people are thinking about a planner, but they are still working on their goals and their time management. And yeah, but there's not a lot of traffic to the website. So strategically, if I could walk away with a plan and a strategy around that, that would be awesome. Okay, great. I have a couple, maybe just one clarifying question. You mentioned your planner is January through December. So the product is designed to be sold seasonally. Mm -hmm. So it it wouldn't even make sense for you in May, for example, to like run a flash sale because it's almost the middle of the year and that's not how your planner works. Is that accurate? 
That's accurate. And I would not have any in stock, most likely. Right. To to send or sell. Yeah, I'm I'm really only selling for part of the year. Yeah. Okay. So then our goal is to come up with a marketing and list building strategy that makes sense for your business and really sets you up to have the most profitable December, what, October through January of every year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. I love it. Yeah, that'd be great. So walk me through what you're currently doing okay. to set yourself. What, what does the marketing look like now? Okay. So I put most of my effort into my email list. That is where I feel like most of my relationships with my customers are. So I send out a weekly email mm-hmm. and I do have a lead magnet on my website. I have two right now. One is a quiz, like mm-hmm. discover your, the best planning strategies for you. Fun. And then the other one is a goal setting guide, like an eight page goal setting guide that is downloaded a lot, you know, at the end of the year. Got it. Great. So, and do your customers tend to be repeat customers? Do you have that data? What percentage of your buyers are repeat customers? I believe, yeah, I have a really strong returning customer base. Mm-hmm. Probably like 35% of the sales are from past customers each year. Great. That's awesome. I have my notepad in front of me and what I'm doing is writing down a column of the months, right? And I'm kind of blocking it into quarters because I propose that we look at this strategy one seasonally, right? Mm -hmm. One quarter at a time and pinpoint what is the message for your email list that whether I've been on your list for years and I already know I'm buying the planner again in October, as soon as they're off hot off the presses, or I've just come onto your list. Mm, What is the like seasonal message to get people so excited watching their inboxes for the big (laughs) announcement when enrollment is open? Mm, Okay. Okay. So January, February, March, April, May, I started to write out April instead of the rest of the months. And I got super confused. (laughs) August, September, October, November, December. Okay. So what? I feel almost silly asking this question. So if you don't have an answer, we will move on. But if I was talking to a service-based business instead of a product-based business, the question I would ask would be, what belief or beliefs does your buyer need to have in order for October 1st? Oh, it's 6 a.m. I bet you the cart is opened. Let me go order my planner. What beliefs do I need to have in order to buy on the very first day? You would need to believe that you have a goal that is worthy to go after. Mm-hmm. Great. And yeah, that and you might be struggling with how to achieve it or how to manage your time. Okay. So maybe a belief that structure or time management will help me accomplish this goal. Yes. Yes. That is a better way to say it. Great. Is there anything else? I mean, I also have to love the planner, right? Right. You, I guess you do have to want a paper planner over a Mm. digital planner. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So where is your, so here's what I'm thinking, bigger picture. When it comes to your list and nurturing your list, getting them ready to buy when the doors open, Mm -hmm. I think we need to rely on a lot of 
social proof, mm-hmm. right? So putting together a campaign where you can have people send you photos of their planners. Mm, okay. And if you're emailing your list every week, boy, wouldn't it be great to have 52 of those photos that you can, or not even because that last quarter you'll be selling, but 40, whatever that, right? 40 of those photos to include in every single email. Okay. It, would it be best, and maybe it doesn't matter, to have them like send these, like a, a spread of their planner, what it looks like, or like them with their planner? I would love to see a mix. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. And if they can share an Instagram story or an Instagram post of it, they could send it to you too. But right. so with your weekly emails, maybe once a month, there's a quick PS or a call to action. Like, show me your planners in action. Okay. And I don't know if your audience is one that needs to be incentivized, but it could be like when you do, you're entered in the raffle to win a free 2023 planner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the I other- have a ton mm-hmm. of this from quarter four. Like people naturally do that anyway. They open their planner, they take all kinds of videos. Is that okay to use every, like to spread totally. it out? Okay. Completely, completely. Okay. But let's just, because I want us to get excited I want to have such massive FOMO in May, <laughs> right? And just be waiting. So that to me is one clear strategy. Yeah. Photos of the planners in action. You can include that in every email. Okay. That's going to give me the experience of the value of a paper planner, mm-hmm. right? And the value of time management and structure. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. The other thing I would suggest year round <laughs> maybe this sounds like overkill, but I'm just going to throw it out there is literally it's January 1st or February 1st. And it's 280 days to go until the 2023 calendar. So you're really getting people wow. invested in the countdown super, super early. Okay. Does that land for you? Yeah, I love it. I love a good countdown. What about, do you feel like that would take away from the excitement of just, they just opened their brand new planner? Right. So maybe that's like the pivot you make in May or June. So the first half of the year, because we're looking at February through October is where we need to nurture and build excitement Mm -hmm. because it's October through January that people buy is, am I recalling that correctly? Yep. Okay, great. So what's the middle of that? April, May, June, July. So it's like nine months. So somewhere in that May. Okay. Right. So from February to May, we're celebrating the planner. Okay. Right? And then yeah. that count, we're celebrating the planner throughout, but then you start counting down the days. Okay. Yeah. Early. Right? Like, right. wow, she, they are planning. There must be a reason why <laughs> I need to plan. <laughs> got to plan ahead. Okay. Right? This yes. far in advance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Cause I was never really clear on, you know, everyone is just receiving their planner. They're opening it up January 1st. And I'm already starting the next design of the next year. And I want, I'm ready to send them a survey. Like, how are you liking it? And they've literally used it for three days. Oh, and right. I never knew when to pivot from, let me just let you use your planner for a month or two. And now let's start talking about the next one. Mm-hmm. And have you, when are you doing that now? Is it March that you start collecting surveys? I would say a late February, early March. Okay. Okay, great. And so the other thing you can do in these weekly newsletters, 
is share some of the survey results. Mm, okay. Right? Like, ooh, we got this great idea from Monica in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And we're this is what, what we're implementing for 2023. Okay. So what's coming up for me, and I don't know how this lands for you, is unlike a coaching business where the nurture content is about giving you quick wins, helping you change your beliefs and like moving people to a place of wanting to buy. The mm-hmm. assumption I realize I just made is if I get on your list for the soul planner, I'm bought into planners. I think it's pretty. I want it. Mm-hmm. So now you're nurturing me by maintaining my excitement mm-hmm. for the soul planner instead of the passion planner or right. the productivity pl- planner, any of these other ones. Right. It, it, does that feel accurate for you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Alice, that's great. I feel like you're, you're so good at hearing something and like grabbing it and naming it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. So We're looking at February through May. We're celebrating the planners. When you start with your weekly email, so these can be short little wins, right? Like just a a quick picture, or I don't know if you know, but here's how to use this part of the planner, like really in content to engage them with their planner. Okay. And then we start sharing behind the scenes updates of the 2023 planner, probably no earlier than April. Mm-hmm. And then come May or June, we pivot or we not pivot. We layer in a countdown. Okay. The planner is coming. The planner yes. is coming. Do you do any sort of pre-sale or special early bird pricing or anything like that? I do have a special flash sale for past customers. So that group has grown over the years. But if you have purchased there and they're called Soul Sisters, once you have a soul planner, you're called a soul sister. Okay. All the soul sisters get to order a couple of weeks early at a pretty good discounted rate. Okay. And so do Not you everybody on my list will get access to that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think you need to discount it. But what I was thinking of, what could you put in place to get me excited about buying three of them and gifting Mm. two or sharing it with a friend. Like how could we use your, your soul sisters, the most loyal customers to then reach more customers? Mm. That's a great question. There are a lot of soul sisters that are on teams that are part of network marketing and they either are leading a team or they're on a team. So I'm wondering if I could utilize that in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you thinking like an incentive for having them share it or like a discount when they order a couple? Yeah. Or even just the opportunity. It's so funny because in my mind, like if I lead a team, I can come up with the idea to buy a planner for my whole team. Mm -hmm. But maybe I am too in my own world today to think of that when I buy my own planner. So when I see the option from you, it sparks the idea for me. I just feel like you may have, you may be leaving some money on the table by just not having these explicit pieces in place. Right. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business, focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold 
and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course, And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom-built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. So I don't know how this lands for you, and I'm not going to get the timing right exactly, so you will know better than I do, but maybe it's August or September, right? Like we're about to go to press. I don't know how early you do that. And this is a a flash sale for bulk orders. Mm, Okay. Right. Like that. Yeah. I'm just sitting here quietly thinking that through. And that to me... So the question I asked was, well, are these people, would they just buy anyhow? And so now you're discounting something. But the assumption I'm making is that given the opportunity to buy in bulk and it's like not a huge discount, will just, you will sell more because there are people who aren't buying multiple planners who would if they, if it occurred to them or if there was an incentive. Does that fit into your business model, Sarah? Could. And Mm -hmm. do you think this, what about this? If they're on a team, this might this would make sense. If not, it wouldn't as much. But if you purchase a larger amount, like 5, 10, 15, depending on how big your team is, I could do a goal setting session with their team. So they're all on the same page because so many of their goals are team related. Oh, that's really fun. And are you open to giving your time in that way? Yeah. Great. I like that idea way better than like save 10%. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So if we're looking at our schedule, February through March, we're celebrating the planner. We're sharing photos. We're giving people tips on how to make the most of their planner. Mm -hmm. April, May, and June is where we layer in some of the behind the scenes survey feedback, rough images of next year's cover, things like that. Mm Then starting in June is where the countdown, right? We've got a hundred days left or whatever that looks Mm -hmm. like. So we can do some pre-sale marketing or special events in July, August, and September before the cart actually opens. And one of them would be an invitation. Tell me if I'm getting this right to the soul sisters who lead teams to purchase 10 or more planners and get a goal setting session for the team with you. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) I just had this image of someone wanting the goal setting session so bad that they buy 10 planners for themselves. (laughs) And then it's just you and them on Zoom. (laughs) With all 10 other planners laid out. (laughs) Right. Um, So what month if we were to schedule this, right, just as a jumping off point today, mm-hmm. what what month makes sense for you to have that be the month where you're doing this special promotion? Uh, September. September. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to write down group goals event. Okay. Great. So we talked about the first two quarters of the year, the weekly content to your list being uh, celebrate the planner, make the most of your planner. 
right? Here's how to use it. And that content could even be like, there's this section in the planner designed to do X, Y, Z. If you didn't grab a planner this year, right? Like here's how to make this, like, here's what to do, mm-hmm. okay. right? That way the people who are coming onto your list don't feel like they got to a party late and right. don't know what's going on. Right. <laughs> okay. When we shift now to the countdown and preparing people to buy the next year's planner, what needs to change about the value content? So the value content in the first half of that year is here's how to use the planner, right? Mm -hmm. What needs to shift in that second half? Hmm. I guess there has to be a desire Mm -hmm. to grow, to continue to grow, change, stretch, reach. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So what do you cover in the planner? And so by that, I mean, you've talked about goals. So it sounds like there's a really clear part of the planner around goals. Mm -hmm. Is time management another category? Like what are the categories the planner covers? Yes, it's very centered on goals. So it helps you break down your goals beyond just monthly. Just Mm -hmm. so you know, I feel like one of the biggest wins is you know exactly what to focus on each day to grow. And to see progress on these goals. Like there's a clarity that comes because of the process you're walked through as you use the planner. Mm -hmm. And then there's just the practical like half hour time slots where you're putting in your appointments and your Zooms and your to-dos. Got it. I just realized that that second half needs to be about helping me buy in to all of the elements of the planner without saying, here's why, here's why you need to get the planner. It'll help you get your goals. It's like, why does clarity around your goals matter? And here's how to start thinking about it. Mm. Why is it so important to schedule down to the half hour and here's how to think about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So not here's what to do rather. Here's how to think. Oh yes. Okay. Because my, my concern and planners are just pretty, right? So you have that, like anything I create is not going to look as good or feel as good in my hands as something that (laughs) I buy from you. All right, Sarah, let me just get to the point. Basically what I want to say here is if you give me too much how to content, I might go and make my own version of the planner and then be walking down that path, like committed to this thing that I made and not as incentivized to invest in your planner, but really making the case for why the elements of the planner matter is going to help me be ready to buy. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Is that the kind of content you've been sharing thus far, or has it been a little bit more of the how-to content? It has been, I don't know how this would fit in, but some of it's inspirational. Like keep going, don't give up. Totally. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Great. Yeah. I don't get into a ton of how to's unless I am doing like a a workshop Mm -hmm. or like a five day challenge because it's kind of a meaty topic. You, there's so many details and layers. Um, Yeah. I totally get that. Good. And all that motivational content is really, really important, but I would love to see you layer in making a strong case, helping me believe in the elements of the planner to get me ready to invest. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Great. Okay. And then you have October through January. Do you have a repeatable system yeah. in place that's worked before for when yeah, your yeah. card is open? good about quarter four. 
Great. So what questions do you have or what else do you want to take a look at when we're looking at these other three quarters of the year? So this has helped me get really clear on what to focus on each quarter and how that could look through a business that ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. I would love to know your thoughts if we have time to get into this. How do I actually grow my email list in the off season? Or how could I get creative to bring in people that aren't coming to buy because I might be sold out or I might not have a product to purchase, but I still want to add them to my list and get to know them? Yeah. Well, the first thought I had was, I have a couple of them. One could be pitching yourself to podcasts that serve your audience, breaking down the process for designing achievable goals. Mm, Okay. Another would be, and maybe you do this two times a year, running your own five-day challenge or even if it's a webinar, right? Where there's no offer (laughs) other than your notes from the class or whatever lead magnet, right? So it's really just list building. But from my perspective, the most efficient path forward around this would be speaking to other people's audiences. Even the fact that you're here, we're talking about this planner. My listeners are coaches. They're like, what is, I got to, They're talking about this planner. It makes me want this planner. I even want, I want the planner now that you and I have just been talking about it. So where can you guest on shows? Where can you come in and guest teach around goals? Okay. Yeah. And then inside the hive, one thing we practice that I, it's just so simple. I believe in it so wholeheartedly is lead magnet swaps. Mm, Okay. I've never done that before. Okay. So we both have quizzes, right? Mm -hmm. You have a quiz about what is it? What kind of, Planner, are you? Discovering your best planning strategy. Yes. Great. I have a quiz about uncovering your coaching superpower. So we could connect and say, let's promote each other's quizzes. Okay. Right? So it's just coming up with a target list of coaches or businesses who share your audience and then proposing a lead magnet swap. Okay. So I would email my list and talk about the quiz their coaching um, superpower superpower quiz yeah, and encourage them to click the link and take the quiz. Yes. And I would do the same. Okay. Got it. Right. So you could get into such a simple routine around lead magnet swaps where twice a month you're sharing valuable. Here's the key for all of our listeners. This is not just about sharing crap to get people (laughs) on your list. Your list needs to also trust you. So -hmm. if you're emailing weekly, you could have a blurb up to twice a month with free resource you recommend for your audience. Okay. I like that. I love lead magnet swaps. And it's funny. People are often like, wait, I don't get it. And it's because it's too simple. We we think it has to be more complicated. (laughs) Yeah. So if you committed to lead magnet swap outreach, podcast pitching, right? This is goal setting. And you're such an ex because you make a planner, what better expert to teach around this. You could really position yourself for podcasts and there's no pressure because you have nothing to sell right now. It's really (laughs) just about taking the quiz, take the quiz, take the quiz. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. 
And then maybe if you're in the mood, you mentioned a five-day challenge earlier, but you could spend these three quarters focusing on lead magnet partnerships, we'll call them. So that's lead magnet swaps, guest teaching perhaps for communities or podcast pitching. Okay. And then maybe it's October. Maybe this is how you kick off the open cart season with some sort of goal setting masterclass, five day challenge, mm-hmm. 30 day end of year checklist, like an event that feels really fun and fulfilling for you, but also an event around selling the planner. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know that you would have to, Sarah. Like if right. we really stay consistent with what we've talked about here, you may not. Right. The event might just be this extra thing you're making, extra hoop I have to jump through in order to get the planner that I want. Right. But if you wanted to test something like that, you could. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yay. Love this. Yeah. Do you run any online ads right now? Like when uh, you're in the buying season? In December, I usually you do. do. That's great. Yeah. For a planner, I think that would just, just a little bit. Yeah. Essential. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to share or ask before we wrap up today? No, I'm excited to have a little planning session with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Plug this plan into that planner of yours, right? Right. That's right. (laughs) That's great. That was really fun. One thing I want to say to all of our listeners who most of you do not have a product-based business or a seasonal business in the traditional sense, anyone who has a course small group coaching, some sort of six-month program, three-month program, what Sarah and I just walked through applies to you too. You want to really think about what beliefs you need to help your audience cultivate and how you'll create excitement in the off-season so that your launch is really set up for success. So this conversation does not just apply if you have a planner business. It's really if you have any sort of offering beyond, any sort of offering with a a start date and an end date. So I just wanted to share that for our listeners. Sarah, thank you for coming today. This was really fun to strategize. Thanks, Alice. I learned so much. Cool, great. Come on back. Come on back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.